This is vulvar cancer part three. We can talk a little bit about sentinel lymph node biopsies. This is reserved for stage one and two vulvar cancers that are limited to lateral vulva, so not multifocal vulvar cancer, in tumors that are less than four centimeters in size. Patients can't have any palpable enlarged groin nodes or abnormal nodes on imaging. They also ideally have no prior vulvar surgery that would alter normal lymphatic drainage. Now, a prior biopsy or shave biopsy or something, I think, is the exception. Um, it's important to know the groin recurrence rate if you have a negative sentinel lymph node with vulvar cancer is 3%. This is similar to the recurrence rate of a full lymph node dissection. Lymphedema rates are less than 2%, markedly better than with inguinofemoral lymph node dissection. And it's recommended um, to undergo 10 cases at least uh, with full lymph node dissection to ensure adequate surgical experience with the technique. This was accepted as standard of care in 2008. Um, areas of discussion are near midline tumors with unilateral mapping and drainage and whether they can safely undergo sentinel lymph node biopsy we think so, but it needs to be validated. And at this point, there's no real consensus on how to manage positive sentinel lymph nodes, either completion lymph node dissection or radiotherapy. We do have guidelines, but at this point, it's still an active area of research. Another important note While vulvar cancer most commonly spreads initially to superficial inguinal nodes, immediately lateral to the pubic tubercles, formal evaluation on the distribution of sentinel nodes in patients with vulvar cancer will show us that 100% of sentinel lymph nodes lie over or medial to the femoral vessels. In one study, including over 60 women with vulvar cancers less than 4 centimeters, sentinel nodes were superficial in about 85% of cases, but in 15%, Sentinel nodes were deep to the cribriform fascia. So inguinofemoral lymph node dissection needs to be superficial and deep dissection. NCCN guidelines for lymph node negative either sentinel or inguinofemoral nodes is to observe. If there's a positive sentinel lymph node, NCCN recommends either pelvic RT plus minus concurrent chemo, or completion inguinofemoral lymph node dissection followed by pelvic RT with or without concurrent chemotherapy, particularly if patients have more than two lymph nodes positive or one lymph node positive with a metastasis over two millimeters in size. 
This is considered category one for radiation. If women undergo inguinal femoral node dissection and have a positive node, so they did not have an SLN assessment and they underwent primary inguinal femoral node dissection and have a positive lymph node, NCCN recommends pelvic RT with or without concurrent chemo. Again, especially if two or more lymph nodes are positive or one lymph node is positive where a metastasis is two millimeters and greater. When is pelvic RT with concurrent chemo indicated? It is indicated with two or more micrometastatic lymph nodes or one gross lymph node that's positive, 3C disease, so extracapsular spread, depth of invasion over 5 millimeters or tumors over 4 centimeters, LVI, close or positive margins, or a spray or diffuse pattern of an invasion. Treatment has to encompass the inguinal and external iliac regions on both sides. There is some lower quality data suggesting that RT could be limited to one side, um, but that's less high quality data. So in general, bilateral inguinal and external iliac regions need to be encompassed in the RT planning. You would offer neoadjuvant chemo, primary chemo radiation, in patients who have anal, rectal, urethral, or bladder involvement, because you're hoping to avoid colostomy and urostomy in these patients. Um, if you have disease that's fixed to bone or grossly positive nodes, um, even if you had done a debulking of lymph node dissection, you could still uh, consider neoadjuvant treatment. General prognosis in patients with node involvement it is the most significant prognostic factor for survival in vulvar cancer. Nodes are the most important. If your lymph nodes are negative, five-year overall survival is upwards of 90%. If your lymph nodes are positive, five-year overall survival is between 25 and 40%. So you basically cut your um, survival time in half when you have positive lymph nodes. And the number of lymph nodes matters. So... Um, Two or less positive lymph nodes, five-year overall survival is 80%. Two or more positive lymph nodes, five-year overall survival, excuse me, less than two lymph nodes, 80%. Two or more lymph nodes that are positive, 12% five-year overall survival. And other prognostic factors not as important as node positivity, but also are important is the stage, which is size and depth of invasion, presence of LVI, and advanced age. When looking at the NCC gui NCCN guidelines for um, locally advanced tumors, so T2, T3, NCCN rec recommends radio radiologic and imaging workup. If the nodes are negative on imaging, can proceed to an inguinal lymph node dissection and triage patients to a positive lymph node fork or a negative lymph node fork. If lymph nodes are positive, proceed to pelvic RT with concurrent chemotherapy to the primary tumor and groins slash pelvis. If the lymph nodes are negative, proceed to pelvic RT with concurrent chemotherapy to the primary tumor with or without groin coverage. So you can 
tailor your radiotherapy if you perform inguinal lymph node dissection in patients who have negative nodes on imaging that have locally advanced disease. That would be the advantage to discussing node dissection with these patients. Otherwise, NCCN recommends that you treat as if the groins are positive, even if radiographically normal. If the imaging suggests positive nodes, including pelvic, NCCN recommends inguinofemoral lymph node dissection as one option and triaging um, RT or tailoring RT based on positive nodes or negative nodes. If you do not perform inguinofemoral lymph node dissection and you have radiologically positive lymph nodes, consider FNA for any enlarged lymph nodes to confirm or refute the status of these lymph nodes. And then proceed to pelvic RT with concurrent chemotherapy to the primary tumor, the groins, and the pelvis. NCCN then discusses if your lymph nodes are clinically negative for residual tumor um, at primary site and lymph nodes after treatment, you can proceed to surveillance or consider biopsying the tumor bed to confirm a path CR. If you do that and your biopsies are negative, you proceed to surveillance. If the biopsies are positive, you can offer resection. If resection margins are negative, proceed to surveillance, but if they're positive, you would consider additional radiotherapy or systemic therapy versus palliation. So the benefit in a clinically negative uh, for residual tumor at primary site and nodes to considering biopsies and resection if you find residual disease and positive margins is that you can further tailor adjuvant treatment rather than proceeding um, directly to surveillance or best supportive care. If at the end of adjuvant treatment, there's clinical, clinically positive residual tumor at the primary site, you would offer resection with surveillance if your margins are negative or additional therapy if your margins are positive. But if it was unresectable, then you would just go and consider um, pelvic RT or systemic therapy versus best supportive care. It's important to know that the majority of relapses in vulvar cancer occur within the first year, but almost 10% of patients will have a second malignancy diagnosed over five years out. There's no clear optimal surveillance strategy, but SGO guidelines do recommend uh, symptom review and physical exam. And in early stage disease, you can do this every six months for two years, followed uh, with yearly. But in advanced stage, more frequently, so every three months for the first two years, and then every six months through five years, and then yearly. If you see any abnormalities on exam, biopsying with or without vulvar colposcopy would be indicated. Cervical cytology or vaginal cytology if they've already had their cervix removed once per year. And avoid routine imaging, but if you suspect recurrence, CT with or without PET is a useful study. Address sexual dysfunction, changes in body image, because this is quite common after surgery and adjuvant therapy for women. If a woman is recurring, take into account her performance status, 
what treatment she might have had already, and where you see the recurrence, the sites. It's local recurrence if the primary tumor bed or residual vulva has disease. It's a regional recurrence if the nodes are positive. It's a distant recurrence if it's a hematogenous spread recurrence. They can involve vulva or inguinal regions up to vulva. They can involve the vulva up to half the time and about 20% can involve inguinal regions. So you'd want to image to assess both areas for sure. And distant recurrences beyond pelvis or in pelvis between 6 and 8%. Multiple recurrences in up to 15%. This is all the reason for with recurrent disease to consider imaging. Inguinal recurrences are associated with a much worse prognosis than vulvar recurrences. With five-year overall survival by comparison, 60% five-year overall survival with a vulvar recurrence. That's cut in half if there's an inguinal or pelvic recurrence, about 30%. And five-year overall survival is about 15% with distant and uh, multi-site recurrences. If there's an isolated local recurrence to the vulva, you would discuss re-excision if feasible, or local radiotherapy if they've not received radiotherapy. If they've had prior radiotherapy, but doses were limited, you could cautiously re-irradiate them along with concurrent chemo. All other patients, however, would consider systemic chemotherapy. NCCN discusses this, vulva-confined recurrence, nodes clinically negative, no prior RT. You would discuss excising with or without unilateral or bilateral lymph node dissection or pelvic RT with or without brachytherapy or with or without concurrent chemotherapy. You would further um, stratify these patients based on margin status. If the margins are negative, but lymph nodes are positive, further pelvic RT or chemo. If the margins are negative and lymph nodes are negative, you could observe or offer consolidation radiotherapy. And again, further radiotherapy with, a, with or without brachy, with or without chemo, if you have either positive margins with or without positive lymph nodes. If patients have a complete response to pelvic RT, you could observe. If they have gross residual tumor, you could offer resection if feasible. If the vulva recurrence was confined to vulva, your nodes were clinically negative and they'd had prior RT, you would discuss resection followed by surveillance. If your site of recurrence was nodal or distant, you would think about it as isolated nodes versus multiple nodes or distant metastasis or prior RT. That would be a whole bucket there. So if it's an isolated groin or pelvic recurrence and they'd had prior radiotherapy, you could discuss resection or consider um, systemic therapy. If they'd had no prior radiation, you could consider resection of any positive nodes followed by pelvic radiotherapy with or without chemo. If they have multinodal or distant mets with prior radiation, you would offer systemic therapy or best supportive care. 